Welcome to the Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. to number 35 of the Daily Degenerate Sports Podcast. Maddie Goldberg in L.A. Our city is burning. It sucks. The air quality stinks. But in beautiful, delightful paradise of America, Smyrna, Georgia, I give you, take it away. I don't know. I, I ain't going to step on your introduction. I know you love my introduction, so I'll, I'll commence. Ladies my and dick gentlemen, is out. oh, all the way. You better go ahead and pull it all the way out. You know it. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who I am, I am the Michael Rappaport of the South. Um, the ladies call me Podcast Poppy. I am the professional devil's advocate. And as of lately, I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting. My name's Cohen Hughes, coming to you live about 15 minutes north of downtown Atlanta in Smyrna. Seems like Seattle South as of the last few days. We've got a lot of rain, and it doesn't seem to stop anytime soon. It will be raining here until the weekend. Oh, poor Cohen. I kind of like the rain, so. You can't go out and play? Nah, I like the rain. You know, know, nothing's more romantic than sleeping next to a lady and waking up with her hearing the raindrops. There's nothing more romantic, but I take it. Easy like Sunday morning. I take it the only person you sleep next to is Burton C. Brown. Um, I think it's Burton A. Brown, but oh, Burton A. Brown. So anyway, A. Burton Brown is. Well, well, we're coming here. It's a Monday night. We just actually saw a really good football game. You know, sometimes you get two bad teams, and they they go, "Hey, we could tank it." We could play for a draft pick, but tonight the Giants and the 49ers, they gave America a great game. They did. It was a good little game tonight. It was a very good, well-played, entertained game. Two teams, you could tell, wanted to win. And the Giants came out victorious. Eli Manning looked like Eli of 10, 12 years ago. Had a very good game. And stats wouldn't show it, though. He only had 188 yards. But three TDs, no INTs. three TDs, and he was... Very close to very, 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 very good on the last game-winning drive. And, you know, the Giants have a nice little nucleus if they could put the other shit together. I have this blind dog I'm watching, and he's flipping out for some reason. Doesn't bark all day until we start the podcast. I'd flip out if I was blind, too. He's tiny. He's got a little cute brother who's adorable. What kind of dog is I don't even know. They're just tiny. They're tiny little nuggets. Go on my Instagram story, (laughs) and you'll see the little nugget. It. Anyway, uh, so the Giants won tonight. I mean, should we get to it? Y- nah, you... let me give you a takeaway from this game. Um, the Giants came out and played like a team that was more desperate to win. Pat Shermer is effectively coaching for his job, I think. I don't think he has the, he has the automatic luxury of a next year. Nope. One, one takeaway that I kind of gained from this game that I kind of watched and picked up on, it was on the StatCast for ESPN. Yeah. The uh, 49ers only brought pressure on a blitz one time tonight. And That's odd. And it resulted in a sack, the only time that happened. Amazing. So, I don't know why teams don't blitz more. They're, these quarterbacks are so good, mm-hmm. they can pick you apart if you don't blitz. You, yep. I see, like, I was watching uh, a game, I don't even remember who it was, but some team rushed, like, two guys on the Patriots. The Patriots rushed, like, two guys on a play against the Titans. And Mariota just sat back, waited, and a guy got open. It's like eventually they will. You, you you can't do that. These guys are too good, and the receivers are too good. You got to make these quarterbacks get a little uh, happy feet. But uh, should we get to your fucking Cleveland? I mean, your Atlanta Falcons. You can you call get them. That you can call them my Cleveland Browns this week because I'm not a fucking Falcons fan this week. That's for damn sure. So you do you want to just get this over with? You want to get your rant over? Do you want to like get your frustrations out? Like you wrote, well on Facebook right now, everybody's writing forty page long manifestos on why Trump should be impeached. You're writing forty page manifestos on why Dan Quinn should be fired. That's why you are the greatest American going right now. Um, I try not to get too much into politics. 
because I have my politics, you have yours. I'd rather not know about them. It's none of my business. But um, one thing that is my business is how my Atlanta Falcons went up to Cleveland this past Sunday in a 1 p.m. slot and laid an egg. It was embarrassing because I know the Cleveland Browns are good good-ish, whatever you want to call it. I know that with a kicker, they'd be 6-2-1. So it it's embarrassing in the manner that we lost that game. Dan Quinn was outcoached by interim head coach Greg Williams. Bounty gate Greg Williams. Well, Greg Williams does have coaching experience. He's been a head coach Yeah, and he also has fucking ramen noodles for hair. But, you, you know, fucking Mike Leach isn't exactly Chris Pratt. No. Mike Leach looks like the autistic Chris Pratt. And every night you text me every Saturday, because Mike he's a good aggressive head coach man. because he has some sort of accomplishment about him. He every year with different players leads the NCAA in passing offense like clockwork. What is Dan Quinn's call to fame? Historically blowing games, not well, taking timeouts, not challenging things, horrible clock management. I mean, Cohen, here's the problem. You feel like to get in the playoffs you you're, you got to win nine to ten games to get that wild card spot because you're not going to beat New Orleans. In the NFC, it's going to be ten games. Yeah. So you got Carolina again. You got the Falcons. And you're like, we got those teams both. We got to go on the road and play both those teams. Yep. We could probably pencil in a loss. So when you go up to Cleveland, it's like, yeah, they got their moments. Cleveland's going to be better. They're going to be better without you, Jackson. But you gotta beat them because you have no more margin of error. Nope. And that was not a. F- Another problem too with the Falcons, which bummed you out, is everybody's like the Redskins game. They played the perfect game. Mm-hmm. They like great on defense, great on offense. It was a, it was a well-rounded four quarters of good football, dominating game. And then they go up to Cleveland. They laid a fucking egg. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, I am a little bit upset about Dan Quinn not challenging um, the call on Austin Hooper's supposed no touchdown, but his feet were in, were in the end zone when he caught it, even though the ball was kind of hovering next to the line. Um, we never got a confirmation on that. I'm angry about the fact that, and this could be directed at Sark, but I think these sort of tight plays are more of Dan Quinn. Um, Matt Ryan not trying to sneak the ball three times in a row when you're on the two-inch line. And would that um, result to a field goal? No, it resulted in a fourth down incomplete pass. So they, they got a goal line stand, the Browns. You can't call it that because it was just ineptitude of offense. The Browns so didn't do anything except Falcons. to stand out there. It wasn't a wow. goal line stand. It was a goal line waste on our part. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I was rolling around all the games, and I was getting ready to go to the Rams game. So I didn't focus that much, but I saw the Chubb run. Be glad. Be glad because you, you missed a fucking shitty football game. Tell me how you really feel. Um, we made Baker Mayfield look like Steve Young. Um, but he could be Steve Young. Against some defenses, he looked like it. Against bad ones like ours, he has. Look, we don't really know what the Browns are because I, I'm believing that you, Jackson, was so inept that we're going to see a much better Browns down the stretch that couldn't like, they won't make the playoffs, but they will, they'll, they'll irritate some teams and need big wins. You know, they're going to spoil some teams seasons as they just did. They're probably going to be a, 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 a team killer. Like I can see him playing the Bengals and beating the Bengals and knocking them out of the playoffs. Yep. You know, whoever they play, Whatever is a good team, you don't want to play the Browns at the end of the year. No, because they're down to ruin some seasons. They're down to ruin your yes. season in the playoffs. And they ruined the Falcons' season. Oh, of course, of course. Now, that was it. So the way that the math goes out, the way that I've – because I've calmed down a lot. On Sunday, I was close to being suicidal. Um, okay. I couldn't even get that drunk on Sunday just because it didn't feel right. I, I felt like I attended a funeral. So there are six games left in the season. The Falcons currently sit, or the, there are seven games left in the season. The Falcons and they're four sit, and five. Currently sit at four and five. We start like you said. We start Carolina, and we have the Saints both away. Oh, the thing is, and, and we, Tampa Bay is not going to be easy. No, they're they're not going to roll over for us, especially, nope. not, especially not with Fitzpatrick. Um, we essentially 
are going to have to split at least at least split. We have to split at least with Carolina and the Saints. Win one, lose one, wherever you wherever it is, no matter. And then we have to go practically four and one the rest of the way. Well, who else do they have on the schedule? Um, I know we have Green Bay. I know we have Tampa Bay. See, Green Bay, you can lose that game. Easily. We have the Cowboys next week. Like and the Cowboys had a big game. This is not the easiest schedule I've ever seen in my life. So if you ask me what my worried level is on a scale of 1 to 100 that we're not going to make the playoffs, right now it's at about a 70. Well, right now they're about a 15% chance to win the playoffs, in my opinion. Um, it's a, I, I, I would use the term favorable schedule. No, come on. Um, I mean, they got to the- jump over. Let, let's just say the Panthers have the, the first wild card spot. So now you have one spot, and you got about five or six teams vying for that spot. You're, you got you're, the you got the Eagles, you yeah. got the Cowboys, you got the Vikings, you got the Falcons, you and I'm Green thinking Bay that's and, the and you got the Seahawks. Yep, and Green Bay. I mean, I, one when, team is going to make it out of when, those teams. When push comes to shove, I feel like we're fighting against. Seattle and Green Bay. I, I, feel like the, I feel like the Eagles will. Because the Vikings are going to play. The Vikings are going to make a push. And if they, and they the Vikings are. can win the division, then that means the Bears will get that last spot. Hopefully, what happens is. Like, I don't want to ruin your Monday night. No, oh, well, my, my, my whole month is ruined. Now I can't watch football in peace. So go ahead. You're and you're at a, you're at a ten percent chance to get that last spot, and oh. I'm just I'm not I I because we become buddies, and I love you to death, and I now I kind of but behind the scenes root for the Falcons for you. Thank you. I'm only giving them a ten percent chance to make the playoffs. They got to jump over a lot of teams. You think it like because we have to go five and two or six and one to even have a shooter's chance. Yeah, and you got to beat the Panthers and the Saints. One of those games you got to split and pretty much win out. And now the Cowboys, which I was like, oh, they're done, had a big win. They're not going to roll over and for us. They're not. They're, they're going to play hunt. till the end. Yep. Uh, the Packers are going to play to the end. This is kind of the time where the Packers – Win five like Aaron Rodgers gets hot and they win five or six games in a row and they sneak mm-hmm. into the playoffs. So they're gonna get hot and you gotta play them. And the Vikings still have a very, very solid team. Oh. So they're true. gonna you know, they're gonna vie for that last wild card spot. But you're really looking at six or seven teams for one spot. Mm-hmm. The only I mean if this was an ideal world, I guess we would hope Carolina loses a bunch of games here late in the season, but I just don't see that happening. No, um, on the road maybe. I could see I could see Chicago losing more games, but and then giving pretty like Minnesota the winning the division, but I, I just don't see Carolina losing a lot of games in a row to even give us a spot for that second wild card spot when it comes to push yeah. shove. I mean, the Vikings in Chicago they play each other two more times. That's going to be very, very interesting. If you guys beat the Browns, my 15 to 10% chance right now is at about 60. Isn't that sad that we just couldn't take care of business on a business trip? Well, like I said, I said, just go in there and fucking win the game. And that's the, the, the beauty of the NFL is this, is that I watched the Cowboys Monday night look like shit against the Titans. I'm like, Cowboys are done. Jason Garrett's done. Clean house. Eagles are going to kill them. This is where the Eagles make the run. Cowboys win. Uh, The Falcons are back on top. They look like the team that made the Super Bowl two years ago against the Redskins, who's a pretty decent team. Yep. They just fucking, any given Sunday, they shit the bed. The Patriots supposed to beat the Titans. Mm -hmm. Titans kill them. Crazy week in the NFL. Yeah, this was a very wacky week in the NFL. And again, don't count the Seahawks out. Nope. For that last spot. Nope. I watched them play live. It's like Russell Wilson's the only guy on that team. Yeah. He's like he's carrying that team. 
he can do a little magic game to nine seven or something. I was about Maybe to say he, he can... whenever he plays in football games, it's bound to be close. A lot of a lot of the time. Yeah. So if the chips fall really where they may, watch. they will at least win six, seven, eight games in a in a given football year. Any more talent adds to that win total. And again, Aaron Rodgers, this is a time I've seen many years where they're four and four, four and five, five and four, and then he just like gets them hot and they win their next five or six games. All right. Enough about my two and nine in the last 11 games against the AFC. Dan Quinn coached Atlanta Falcons. Should we go to college football? Yeah, we'll talk about a little bit of college football. So this week was kind of like the week before the storm. Are the big games next Saturday or are they after Thanksgiving? Um, I think they start next week and then like the rivalry week starts after Thanksgiving. Okay, let me just look. I want to make sure. I think there's one more week before we actually see, you know, Michigan versus Ohio State. Alabama versus Georgia. I mean, that is a the Thanksgiving week. I mean, is there any better time to watch football? I mean, Bama plays the Citadel next week. Now, next week shouldn't isn't too good. See, this is what pisses me off about Bama. I know you play the SEC. Mm-hmm. Play a fucking decent team. In every fucking every event. other game outside of the um, SEC is a cupcake. And I get you would probably beat all these teams. But come on, you're playing the Citadel. They're four and five. That means in their conference, they're not winning games. Yeah. I mean, look at these games Ohio State, Maryland, Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, Florida versus Idaho, Michigan State, Nebraska, Penn State, Rutgers. I am the seeing only... two good games. I am seeing. There's only two good games. Well, I haven't looked at all of them yet, but I am seeing uh, number 13, Syracuse, at number 3, Notre Dame. And I love Syracuse. Yep. And I, I am I am seeing that West, Virginia, oh, yeah, Oklahoma West Virginia, State. Oklahoma State. That's what I was going to Oklahoma State's tricky. I saw them beat Texas. Uh, there's some tricky stuff there. Um, but this is a bad week. Yeah, very bad. You know, I guess this is like... You, like, okay, this is the week to take the wife shopping. Guess who George is playing? Do you know who fucking George is playing? Like UL Monroe or somebody? UMass. 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 Zoomass. Because everyone from up there is crazy. Yeah. I mean, come the fuck on. I kind of like Duke Clemson. I mean, I kind of like Duke to kind of hang in there. LSU is playing a 1 in 10. Rice team. God. This is a joke. Um, Your man, Mike Leach. Who do they prime got? Primetime ESPN versus Arizona. Ooh, that, five, that won't be five. too bad. Yeah, Washington State should win. I don't know if they'll cover, but they'll win. What is the spread? Uh, it doesn't say here. Hold on, let me take a look. I'm scrolling down. So uh, I don't think they have the spread yet on ESPN, but if you want to look on another website... I just can't believe I, I have plus 10 or minus 10 for Washington. I'm, I am shocked about these cupcakes, my friend. I am shocked. Yeah, Here's it's another sucks. interesting game. UCF is playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati's not ranked, but they're 9-1. I was about to say, like, that, that's not a bad game at all. That's a, yeah, uh, I mean, that, that's, that should be the best game out well, of the American Athletic have, Conference all year. If you have, like, a girlfriend, this is the Saturday to take her out. To go, If you got to go hiking, you got to go to – some fucking dog show. You got to go, you know, to a baby shower or something. I mean, this is a Saturday to go. Besides Notre Dame, uh, Clemson, or Notre Dame, um, Syracuse. Yeah. It really isn't that good of a game. I am closing at work, so it'll be a good day to miss a lot of college yeah. football. You're not missing anything this Saturday. It's a, it's a shame. It's a shame that Alabama's doing this, Georgia. And they're all like, well, if Alabama's going to play a cupcake, we're going to play a cupcake this week. Yeah. Uh, as far as the games this week, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State had a fun one. Uh, your man, Mike Leach, no problem. Georgia Never. beat Auburn, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
is Willie Taggart going to come back next year? There's no way they'll give him another year. Well, I remember I, I asked you this early in the season. You but said, oh, yeah, so they're going to give him another year. And, you know, you, you, kind so of, bad. you kind of talked me off the, off the ledge. Uh, my man Thomas Pinlin, our man Thomas Pinlin is a Florida State fan. I've been yeah. talking about this with him. And he says, yeah, he thinks he will just because you're not losing much by giving it, having him back for one more year just to see. Because at this point, all the boosters loved him. Really? So how? They're the most crazy boosters ever. Well, you we we got to realize that college boosters are way different from us as like pro fans. You know, like they don't expect the same intensity and the same degree of are winning you nuts? Soon as we do. No, no, I'm not. Florida State. Well, the and boosters co- are crazy. They're well, they're still making lots of money no matter what. Dude, and they they th- they ran Jumbo Fisher out of town, and he had a great record. He Jimbo won a national chased championship. The, Jimbo chasing the cash, really. Yeah, you know? but he also had a national championship, and he could not stand the boosters. Way too much pressure. I, I I like to think that they'll have Willie Taggart back for one more year. I'm not saying for recruiting because we're in a much more of a win-now mentality, but just to see if he can at least erase a wasted season and come back and start fresh next season. But I don't know if it gets much better next season. I was kind of intrigued by the Clemson-Boston college game. But that game got destroyed because the Boston College quarterback is pretty good. Got hurt in the first quarter, and then their backup was like this little guy. Couldn't really do damage. Really changed the game. Um, you know, Alabama beat Mississippi State. Haven't given up a point in eight quarters. Yep. And I guess we'll get ready for two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's when the, gonna, the, the realness goes down. I'm going to... Take a look at the schedule for week 13. Now, we'll do that next next podcast. Well, I'm just looking because uh, it doesn't really matter because Washington, Washington State, Michigan, Ohio State on game. Saturday, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama. What's that game called? You know Iron what the name Bowl. is called. And then USC, Notre Dame. Maybe I'll go to that game. I had fun. I had fun going to the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Uh... All right, let's get to the. Uh, you want to just do quickly your uh, ugly Utah Jazz uniforms beat uh, your Boston Celtics, the great Gordon Hayward. Yeah, who, um, Gordon Hayward, who is getting paid thirty-two mil to average oh. nine points a game this year. Um, I'm glad he left now. You know what? Yeah, Let but him... come on, Cohen, he, he had a terrible injury. Well, Carl, I mean, if you're gonna Carl, say like he's at, if you're gonna say he's averaging ten points because. He's averaging 10 points. That's not fair. If he was playing 30 years ago, his career would have been over. Okay. I'm just saying, give him a little chance to get through this injury. Hell no, he didn't give us a chance. Look he at you, you're like so mad at him. He didn't, Still. he didn't call the owner and say that he was leaving. He had his agent do all the dirty work. He's Cole, where's your compassion? Did you see his leg get twisted like a pretzel? Oh, I did, and I enjoyed all eight seconds of it on live TV. Jeez Louise. Controversy on the Daily it's Degenerate. Just, people who wrong my sports teams, you're dead to me. Is this because the Falcons lost this week? Yeah. The hell, Dan Quinn's you already to, dead to me. You need to get laid. How do you know I hadn't been getting laid? Because you're all you, – you'd be like, if you were getting laid – You'd be like, ah, oh, Gordon Hayward, he's a Celtic now. He Good for him. He wanted to play in a bigger place. More power to him. Never. I'm going to root for him still. He took less money to go to a worse, like a worse fan sports city. We miss you, Gordon. Yeah. Who's we? Do you have a mouse in your pocket? Because it's not me. My Utah Jazz beat the Boston Celtics on prime time. I was at the bar watching it. They covered the, uh, I think, five and a half, six and a half point spread, of course. Yeah. Jazz are way better than the Celtics. It's East versus West. West well, the West, is be- the West is better than the, than the East. Way better. And um, great game all around to watch. I think Gordon did end up with like 12, 13 points. So he kind of did improve on his average. But um, well, I'm looking at the standings. This is crazy. The Celtics, which everybody thought would be the cream of the crop in the East, are 7-6. and six. Yep. The, Jazz, uh, Jazz's record isn't too hot either. They're probably like six and four, or seven and the four. The Sixers will improve it from their nine and six because they got uh, Jimmy Butler. Yep. Who will, hopefully will be happy. Um, Toronto with I said they would be much better with Leonard. 
Like I said, I don't even know anything about the NBA. I just thought it was a they're great trade good. for them. And uh, they're doing their thing. Toronto, Milwaukee with the Greek freak is improved. Uh, the Cavaliers without LeBron are 1-11. The Knicks are 4-10. and Your Atlanta Hawks, which no wonder why you don't like them, are 3-10. and Well, and, and the thing about the Hawks is like, they've had so many games that they've like been in that they like could have won, but... The tank is on, so they got to throw that away. And the Lakers are starting to make a little move. They uh-huh. would make the playoffs. They've won three in a row. They're seven and six. The Jazz are looking out of the playoffs right now. We are. If, if, the, if the Kings win tonight, which is Monday night, we will be yeah. tied for the eighth seed. Well, according to this, you are on the bubble and out on the ninth seed yep. at seven and six. Yep. Which two, is sad two, two early losses to the Memphis Grizzlies really killed us. A blowout at the hands of the Toronto Raptors really hadn't done us well. And I'm shocked how good the Clippers are. They're seven and five. I, I hate Doc Rivers, so I'm surprised that they're hanging in there. He's the, like, he's uh, done a really good job with the young guys. Who knew the Nuggets would be this good? They're uh, nine and four. Me. Nuggets are really good. Jokic's having a great year. So he's the rookie. No, Jokic is three years old, I think. Three years Who's the old? rookie? Who's the rookie that came out from Europe? Everybody was Doncic. talking. And what team is he on? Mavericks. And they are pretty shitty, but I mean, like they're, they're five and they're, eight. They're, Yeah, they're better this year with DeAndre Jordan. And the too. biggest surprise: the Rockets are five and seven with Carmelo Anthony. Still haven't won a Which game. Which I said, at home, Carmelo Anthony think. sucks. Yeah, he does. Oh, um, he didn't travel. With the team tonight. Well, he's so, not on the team anymore. Yeah, no. like He's in the process of being either released or traded. He's out. That's all we need to know about the NBA right now. That's, just, uh, that's like a little comprehensive, quick run through. Another thing, too, is this This is very interesting. Who's the kid on Duke right now, the freshman? That's amazing. Uh, Zy- uh, Zion Williamson. Okay, Zion Williamson. This is really interesting. There comes drafts. About every 10 or 15 years, where's that one guy that you want to tank so bad because he is a once-in-a-generation player? And they're hyping him up to be that guy. Um, and, somebody, somebody, I think Steve Kerr compared him to LeBron. He said that he yeah. thought that LeBron only came once in, a gener- once in a lifetime, but this kid is his second coming. I remember when the Celtics tanked to get Timmy Duncan, and they did not get him. And they ended up winning about four or five championships. Uh, I remember Shaq being that once-in-a-generation player. At that time, a big man was much more important. Yep. The game was a lot different 20 hadn't, years it hadn't ago. It had been phased out. Yes. So now we're looking at some team is going to get that once-in-a-generation player. Wouldn't it be funny if it went to the Cavs again? It sure would. Because they're 1-11. They, they, they have been Horrible. I did There's not expect no, him to be this bad. I told you they would suck without him. Well, Kevin Love, uh, I think like three or four games ago, got declared like out for like six weeks, like an injury. So yeah, their season is looking very, 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 very bleak. Well, you know the league wants the Knicks to get him. Yep. And you know the league Knicks doesn't want. I'll tell you one team the league doesn't want Zion Williamson to go to. Your Atlanta Hawks. No, they would not like that. So you can go to like Dallas, Minnesota, Phoenix, uh, Cleveland, Atlanta, or the Knicks, or the Bulls. The Bulls would be a good spot. And the and, and if you went to the Washington Wizards, they have some good players. If they had him, they could turn around really fast. The Wizards are just very poorly coached. Scott Brooks is on his way out as coach they have talent. of the Wizards. Yes, they do. I love John Wall a lot. I think he's a great player. He's very good. If only Bradley Beal could step up and Austin Rivers could lead the bench. And Again, Austin Rivers stinks. Yeah, I don't think he stinks, but he's probably not to the level of did we make a bet? Did we make a want. bet about Austin Rivers? We probably did. I, I probably took up for the Rivers family, and you said that they comprehensively sucked. So I probably had to grab, uh, get his, their back. His dad could play back in the day. So I'm looking at Austin Rivers' numbers right now. Seven points a game, two rebounds, one assist. Oh, yeah. That's pathetic. One assist a Goat. Game. Best of all time. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes. The National Football League. What a week we had. This, uh, as I said, you know, Vegas got their ass kicked two weeks in a row from gambling. 
This is the week they got the revenge on the public. So many upsets. So many uh, underdogs winning. So many strange games. Yep. Uh, with the bill, like take the Bills. That spread with the over under was thirty eight points, which I took the over because I'm like it's way too low. But I go, you know what? The Jets are just gonna run wild. They're gonna score 30, 35 points. They're gonna win thirty five ten. Bills win forty one ten, with a guy who played quarterback Matt Barkley who looks very good. Well, let's not put him in the Hall of Fame yet. Uh, the Chiefs couldn't cover. Nope. Um, they beat the Cardinals. They got to play in Mexico City. Possibly one of the best games of the year, Monday night. And fitting that it's in at, Mexico City. What do you think the over-under is going to be on that game? On that game? Um, I think Penland asked me this, and I think me and him both agreed on like 62, 63 points. Yeah, I would go 62, and I would take the over easily. Yeah. I watched the Rams' defense. I was there live. Their defense sucks. Marcus Peters getting burned. They gave up like 300 running yards to the Seahawks. Uh, they just got one guy that can play, Aaron Donald. Sue's not doing much. Even though they put together some all-stars. They did. On the defensive side, their defense stinks. Their offense is great, though. I love watching Robert Woods. They lost Cooper Cup for the season. That sucks. Mm. But this is going to be a high-scoring game. I like the Chiefs in this game because the Rams' defense is just awful. Uh, I like them 40 to 33, something crazy like that. Okay. But but definitely take the over on this, people. This is a this is a Oklahoma Oklahoma State. This is a Big 12 River shootout. game shootout. This is a this is a fucking Mike Gundy, Lincoln <laughs> Riley, fucking mullet shootout. No defense. Not a single defensive player on the field. 14, 14, five minutes into the game. Yep. No defense. Um, so one thing that I called from eight kilometers away was the Saints running buckshot over the Cincinnati Bengals. And I got were, that game completely wrong. Who who were without A.J. Green. Um, the Saints, man, just traveled up to Cincinnati, made short work of the Bengals. It was, what, 14-14 at halftime? And then the Saints just put the fucking pedal to the metal. No, they were up 35 to seven at halftime. Really? From what? Yeah. From, from what I remember, that game was sort of close, but I guess I couldn't. No, be mis- it was thirty-five. Se- it was. It wasn't close at all. Um, but the funniest story coming out of, out of that game was, um, did you hear about Sh- um, Sean Payton damaging a fire alarm inside the locker room uh, of the stadium? I I heard about that, and I also heard that you Jackson will be a coach for the Bengals this week. Um, I've been on Reddit today, and. This could be somewhat unreliable when it comes down to it, but um, I am, I, I've am i read two or three separate posts that say that Hugh Jackson will actually take over as, it won't be defensive coordinator, but he will be calling defensive plays. Hugh Jackson? Yeah. No, Marvin Lewis. No, Marvin Lewis is, is trying to bring him on. But Hugh Jackson is an offensive coach. Yeah, he... but that, that's just that's just what I read for some odd. Because, but, Why because, would he call defense? I know they fired Cincinnati, their defensive yeah, coach. Yeah, Cincinnati fired the defense. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't I've, see that. I've heard what that I can see Marvin is Marvin Lewis, Lewis and... taking over the defense and then letting Hugh Jackson take over the offense. Uh, I mean, their offense, I... besides last game, seems to have been putting up like enough points. I wouldn't mess with the ebb and flow of that. I definitely wouldn't put Hugh Jackson on on defense. Don't get it twisted. You know, I'm not. That doesn't that. make any sense. But I, I I wouldn't bring Hugh Jackson on to begin with. I heard Marvin Lewis is going to do the defense, but the Bengals look like they're heading for another eight and eight, which means Marvin Lewis will get another ten year contract. About to say return for what? Isn't this like his sixteenth or seventeenth season? No playoff wins. Yep. No, everybody who defends him, I hate it. They're like, you should have seen the Bengals before him. It's like, out of 16 years, you got to win one fucking playoff game. Yeah. At uh, least. The Bears cruised. They just take care of business. They do. They have a great running game, and Trubisky has been pretty accurate, which everybody said he wasn't, which means there's hope for a guy like Josh Allen. Uh, the Lions are a mess. You can just tell they're missing Golden Tate. Uh, I don't know why they just basically gave up the season with that trade. Yeah, I don't like that trade at all. I mean, 
I had to rationalize it to you to where it was like, yeah, you know he's going to be a free agent, but god damn, dude. Like, you just got to throw the book at him and hope he stays. You know, like, why would you mail it in like that? Here's an interesting one. Here's an interesting one. The uh, Colts win. They beat the Jaguars. It was a competitive game. Andrew Luck is on fire. Yep. He's come back to where he once was. And who knew that the AFC South has actually turned to a really good division? The Titans are five and four. The Colts are four and five, but they're surging. And the tight and your your Bill O'Brien Texans are six and three. Yes, they are. The Titans have been look great in the last two weeks. They've actually looked great three weeks in a row. I mean, they should have beat the Chargers. If they not for, if, if not for Mike Vrabel's hyper-aggressive call to go for two instead of tie the game and go into OT in London. But if he gets it, you go, he's got balls. Yeah, still. yeah but I also play percentages, too. In the ugliest game of the week, the Redskins beat the Bucks 16-3. The Bucks, you, couldn't, you couldn't have put this under low enough for me. The Bucks moved the ball all game. They outplayed the Redskins. Couldn't finish drives. But the but it's just too many dumb Penalties, red zone turnovers, turnovers, missed field goals. Yep, yep. Just come, poorly coached. I think Dirk Cutter is yeah. done. Just like and Todd he's a Falcons guy. guy too. Yeah, that's the that's the Falcons JV team as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the Chargers just keep taking business. I told you before the season started they would win ten games. They're now I think eight and two or seven and two. They beat the Raiders twenty to six. Despite a lot the of injuries, which is impressive. the Raiders are the worst team in football now. Since the Giants just won. Uh, the Packers took care of business. Brock Eisweiler is now like 1-4 as the uh, the quarterback for the Dolphins. I would say they're done. Yeah, that one game was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, he fooled everybody for a minute. <laughs> and then he just turned into a pumpkin. He's uh, just too tall, not accurate enough. Not mobile enough to play in this league. He made a lot of money, though. I, I am not... He sure I, did. I, I am very jealous of him. I'm, I, Whatever I, I he did, he made a lot of – he's a good-looking man too. Oh, yeah. No, he's probably not falling short on good fortune. He's just not a very great no. NFL quarterback. It's hard to be a good quarterback. Nathan oh, Peterman yeah. got cut, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah, and I'm sad I'm sad to see it because all the memes that came off of it were awesome. And, you know, like it gave guys like me a hope that was like, yo, like maybe you could play an NFL snap one day. Like if Peterman can, you, you maybe could. Yeah. Yeah, I could probably play for them. I could play for the Bills. I could have done better than Peterman some of the games he played. There was a stat I, I feel bad for him, up, and it was like, if all you did all game was hand the ball off 60% of the times, and every time that you didn't hand the ball off, you sp- you spiked the ball, you would, yeah. you, you would have a better like QBR than Nathan Peterman. Like His was like 38-point-something, something-something, you know, out of 156-point-whatever. And then if, if you did that, if you handed the ball off and spiked it, you would be like right at like 43.6. So he literally had a almost negative QBR for only handing the ball off and spiking it. Yeah, and, but think about it this, though. Nowadays, he only dress two quarterbacks each team. They have like one practice squad guy, and then they dress two guys. He's still in the world, the top. Top 60th in the world. Like imagine. If I would tend to not bone that, but I do see your point because he is on. He was on an NFL roster. So come on, what if somebody was like, "You are the number 60th quarterback in the world." I would be, be pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'd be happy as hell because that's a great accomplishment. Yeah. You can tell his grandkids that he was probably the worst statistically quarterback. I mean, I, I guess you got to play a certain amount of games to be the yeah, worst of all time. Minutes and snaps and pass attempts. Yeah, but he's he's up there. Oh no, he's it. He is the worst quarterback in the NFL of all time. I'd like to say that actually got to yep. start a few games and play and got given an actual shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to shit on him that bad. I, I, you know, it got so bad. Oh, I love him for it. I love the fact that he went out there and entertained us like that. Like, that was awesome. I have all the respect in the world for him. I mean, I, I put a bet on the – I had, a like, a big, long parlay of money line teams, and it was the Texans versus the Bills, and the Texans were just not shaking the Bills away. And I'm like, how the fuck can they lose to these motherfuckers? 
And then Peterman comes in the game and like pick six to end it. Two yeah. pick sixes to end or exactly. one was a pick and the last one was a pick six. And he just took care of everything real fast. Yeah. Maybe he's just like a Vegas pawn. Maybe he just like only lives to like fuck up the spread on Bill's games and hand other teams wins. I just think he got drafted. He wasn't good. He kind of snuck in because he's probably had a really good work ethic. And then he got put in games that he wasn't really qualified for, and he got exposed really bad. Yeah, because it was bad. Like, I, I, I respect him for bringing the fire for four consecutive yeah, weeks this back. week, and then, and then like a few games last year to where he was just completely and utterly bad. But Let he just kept something. coming out there and fighting. Like, hey, like I, I gotta respect a guy like that, a laughing stock who keeps trying. Let me tell you something. When I start comedy. I had some bombs, some epic tanks. Yeah. Like, like you go up there, not one person laughs. Somebody's like, dude, this ain't for you. Don't quit your day job. They're like heckling you. You suck. (laughs) Like how many more minutes? Like (laughs) I've had times where everybody's quiet and then they like chuckle because they feel sorry for you. And you go home and all the comics are like, hey, it was a shitty crowd, but they're being nice to you or you'll get them next time. They tell you, you got to go back out there the next day. That's like, what I did. always just like, and he kept going back out there. I wanted to quit comedy. A lot of nights, I poured myself to bed, like, crying, like, oh, my God, I suck. I've worked so hard at comedy. Because and, and you're only as good as your last set. Yeah. And I'm like, I suck. I should quit. This was embarrassing. But I was like, no, you got to get back out there. And to his credit, every time his number was called, he got back out there. And he tried. Like it's not like he was shying away from throws. Like he was no. still throwing picks till till the last gun draw. You know, like he, he was a he was a, a bread farm gunslinger without the bread farm <laughs> numbers. Yeah, like without the talent, he still went out exactly. and tried. Um, hey, that, that, kid, that seems that kid, to be all our games for today. Yeah. Uh, what's the Thursday game? Real Next fast. Thursday. Is... Oh, it's good. It's, it's a great game because it, it to me it's almost like a playoff game. It's what they call loser leaves town. Seahawks, Packers, again, nice. fighting for that last spot, like I said. And it's a major game because the tiebreakers will come down to, uh, you know, wins, win, you know, heads up, wins or loss. So this is a game that both of these teams have to win. Yeah, this is going to be a fight. Where's this game at? Seattle. Ooh, it's going to make it and interesting. It's weird because I, I feel like for both of these teams are similar. They're both a one-man team. Mm-hmm. It's like all on Aaron Rodgers, and it's all on Russell Wilson. They're, they're really like when I went to the game, I saw the Seahawks-Rams Sunday. I can't tell you how many Russell Wilson jerseys are worn by Seahawks. How many, how many Seahawks jerseys did you see that weren't Russell Wilson? I am going to say out of the 20,000 Seahawks fans that were there, because I'm saying it was like maybe four, two to one Rams to Seahawks, and that's how it's going to be like in L.A. It's just going to be like that. You're going to see tons of road jerseys. It's kind of like that in Atlanta too. Don't worry. Yeah, L.A. is a transplant town. I am going to say 75 percent were uh, Russell Wilson. Uh there was a few Baldwin's. Doug Baldwin, yep. No more Marshawn Lynch, which was surprising. Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, you know, like old school guys like Steve Largen. No, Largen, Sean Alexander. Oh, yeah, Alexander. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, actually, there was more John Ryan jerseys than uh, uh, fucking Beast Mode, wow. which is crazy. The fucking punter, the ex punter. The funniest jersey, there was a Rams fan wearing a Sam Bradford Rams jersey. Wow. Which which makes no sense because he never even played in L.A. He played in St. Louis. But uh, just tons of Russell Wilson jerseys. So, as of now, I like the Seahawks, but this is a f- coin flip of a game. Yeah, sure I would is. go with the over. I would go with the over on this. Both teams don't have great defenses. At all. They're going to be fighting tooth and nail because they know, like, one 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 loss, it's over for one of these teams. Um, 
Seattle kind of plays defense, kind of like Atlanta does. Um, I would say it's Ben, but don't break, but it's Ben Dan break. Even though you, you may tackle well, get a pick or two, get a fumble, force fumble or two, you'll still allow like a lot of points, a lot of yards. I could definitely see Seattle giving up a lot of points, and I could definitely see in Green Bay. Green, Green Bay's defense is just atrocious, especially yeah. with the de- departure of Haha Clinton Dix. Um, yep. They're definitely going to give give up like a lot of points. I can see the over hitting for sure. It's going to be a good game. It's going to yeah. be a really good game. Interesting. Interesting. So fill me in. Now that we're at the end of our show, we're going to decompress a little bit and let everyone pull into the parking lot of their jobs and their schools and wherever else you're listening to this podcast from. Tell me a little bit about these fires. Like, Are you anywhere close to these fires in, in LA? I can smell them a little. Uh, the weirdest thing is like, I met, they happen all the time. I remember doing a gig last year going towards like Aurora Hills and Malibu. Mm-hmm. And it literally looks like on the side of the road, you, it's like hell. You're looking yeah. at just like crazy, just like everything is just burning. Like, like, it, you know, that idea of like the hell is like just this burning lava that you're going to slip into. Yeah. It literally looks like you're going into hell. Like hell's on the side of the roads. Now the crazy thing about this is usually natural disasters take some of the more impoverished areas, but like Malibu is probably one of the richest cities in America. Yep. Like twenty-five million dollar mansions are getting burned down. This is not like you know bad areas, but it's just horrible because you hear stories of people like not evacuating soon enough and. They get caught in their car, and they're finding dead people in cars and stuff. Yeah, the death toll was, like, right at, like, 31 or 32 people, I think. And then, like, yeah, it's just like 300 people, like, missing. Like, that's yeah. a real-ass disaster, you know? I mean, I'm lucky because I'm in a nice, more area that's, like, there's pretty much no way the fire could come to me. But, I mean, I feel for everybody. I just How far are you away from the – like, explain, like, kind of, like, where you are. How about 40 minutes. About thirty to forty minutes from Malibu and uh, Agora Hills and those areas. So I, I mean, I went with, with my ex girlfriend. We went to Malibu. We got a place with her family in um, March or April, and it was gorgeous. I mean, it's beautiful. You're on the ocean. It's fucking paradise, and it's just really sad and it's horrible. There's so many animals that are in trouble, uh, you know, and these fires just fucking, they just fucking spread like a motherfucker. I mean, I'm like, you know, you get to the point where, like, if we can discover how to do internet, we can discover how to FaceTime and all this shit, like, we got to figure out how to, like, make it so forests can't just, like, set on fire like that. Like, there's got to be something we can do. Um, because this I, is actually, gonna get I actually heard worse. Arnold Schwarzenegger on an interview with Graham Bensinger. And yeah. He said that he was extremely shocked and very surprised whenever he became governor at the amount of phone calls at 4 and 3 and 2 a.m. early in the morning while he's sleeping about these fires and these earthquakes and stuff. And he he asked himself, why aren't why isn't the state of California better equipped for this? And apparently he went into very little detail about how the budget in California really doesn't like allow for like a lot of natural disaster preparation and cleanup. We just, because we live in paradise and we do live in paradise because when I see how cold it is and like Michigan and New York and Chicago, I'm like, how the fuck do people live like that in the winter time? Like why? Buffalo. That's hell on earth. Yeah. and, And we live in paradise. Like it was 78 degrees today. Uh, November. I mean, I grew up in New York I was used to like November being 30, 40, and then, you know, the winters just go on forever. Yeah. Um, you know, we just don't expect bad things to happen. We're like, well, you know, hurricanes happen on the East Coast in Florida. Uh, you know, snow happens on the East Coast up in New York and New England and the Midwest. And we don't have to deal with anything. And oh yeah, big earthquake, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Fire, yeah, ain't gonna happen. Well, these fires are getting worse and worse, and we really got to do something about it. This is awful. It's just tragic. 
Not not to mention with Thousand Oaks is I've done stand up there a lot. It's a nice area. It's one of the safest towns in America. They had the shooting there last Wednesday. Had you, had you ever been people to the got bar killed. That, and it, that it was at? No. I, I, you know, I might have I might have done a show there because they have a lot of stuff there, but I don't think I have. Yeah. But I'm not going to say I haven't because I know I've done a lot. I forget. I've done so many shows I can't remember. And they're at bars like that. But I do know that, like, it's just tragic that people who've lost their family members the next day had to evacuate their homes because of a fire. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Like, you lose your child, and then the next day you're like, oh, there's a fire. You got to leave your house. You might lose your whole house. I mean, it's been a nightmare for that area. And that's about 40 minutes from me. And I love Thousand Oaks. I've done a lot of comedy there. I always love coming there. It's a really – always people super sweet. Just feel for them so much. And, you know, we just got to do our lives. North or south, or 40 minutes north or south of you? Uh, north. Okay. You know who practice there? The, actually, the Cowboys practice in uh, Thousand Oaks. Really? You know, yeah, they practice there because I think what Jerry Jones likes to do is he likes to do business in L.A. in the summertime. So he gets his team out to Thousand Oaks. It's a really nice area. Uh, they practice there. It's known that the Cowboys, that's where they practice. It's kind of like their spring training home, if that yeah. makes sense. Hmm. All right. Well, that was a very compelling and touching tribute that you just gave to the people affected by these disasters. A little different that are going than on. what we usually do. I know. Yeah, we, we kind of scaled it back and went a little bit serious this time. I kind of like it. You know it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at Cohen underscore Hughes on Instagram, Facebook, search Cohen Hughes, um, follow our Twitter at TDD pod. Um, we have Twitter on the Instagram for the podcast page as well. Maddie, I'll let you go ahead and cash yourself out and plug yourself before we get out of here. At Maddie Goldberg on Instagram at Maddie Goldberg one on Twitter. I am the Johnny Sins of Twitter. I'm joking. I'm Matt Goldberg. Enjoy your week, everybody. And L.A., California, it's supposed to rain next week. Let's get a mm-hmm. good rainfall. Please, and, you guys need uh, it. And let's, let's figure out these fires. And uh, my heart goes out to everybody that's lost their home or life. It's just horrible. It's shitty. And the animals. Don't forget the animals, Matt Exactly. Goldberg. I feel I very blessed sometimes. As much as I complain about myself, I'm very blessed and – you're blessed too, and uh, we're lucky we get to watch sports, and it's a great escape, and that's what we're doing. Just trying to escape. make people forget about their problems. You oh, know, and um, rest in peace to time. Stan Lee. If you guys didn't hear today, Stan Lee, yes. the Marvel character man, the guy behind everything, the cameo man, um, he passed away today, I think, at 94. 95. 95. What a great life. What a great, great life. life. Um, he said that the greatest joy that he ever had in his life was entertaining people and taking their minds off of everyday struggles. So That's what we do, brother. Rest in peace to Stan Lee. Hopefully one day we can have the platform that you had. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the, the Daily Degenerate, episode number 35, the Kevin Durant edition. Hope you enjoy. We'll talk to you later. Cohen, I'll catch you.